to the 11th hour a podcast about rancid uh where each week we pick a song from rancid and talk about all our complicated feelings i'm sam melancon of debacle records i'm brad rose from foxy digitalis and uh yeah usually we pick a song and and <laughs> talk about our complicated feelings but this week we were supposed to talk about the brothels one of my favorite songs or and you know part of like my favorite comp of all time compilation uh i want to give that that a lot of time and attention because it's like a very important part of the whole rancid story for me but like we're recording this on the, the second like we're recording this yeah. on release morning you know officially it's the only thing rancid related that's on my mind is tomorrow never comes and so the idea yeah. that we were going to be able to talk about anything but tomorrow never comes especially with the fact that overall it's a pretty enjoyable listen so far um it's not like horrific and like annoying you know um <laughs> which was within the realm of possibility uh it means that yeah we're gonna call a little audible here we're gonna do that further into the future and figure out timing we you know record timing in general we can kind of we'll see how this all goes but uh we wanted to get our reactions out to you guys and um and just talk about the record in general so there is no one song we're we're gonna try not to i would assume you know we're kind of doing this on the fly here I would assume we're not going to try to go too deep into any one song so that we can still do an right. episode on any one song. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, like I don't even know, the, I don't even know the vibes and total mm. overall record, but like not go deep yeah. on any one song. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even want to go through every song there. I have some very sp- specific kind of thoughts on, or not, yeah. I don't know, on certain songs, but yeah, no, I don't want to, I want to save like all of these for content later <laughs> yeah of course i mean yeah and we again we can come back to anything we talk about right. in more depth but sure yeah in general let's keep it high level let's keep it reaction and everybody should be very clear that like all of this is like brand new we've had less than 24 hours with the record we we listened yeah. to it last night and I so stay, yeah i mean like I, I it was funny it was about 10 o'clock and my wife and i were getting ready for bed and i was sitting there i was like and I saw something, you know, people were talking about, oh, yeah, it's like going out on streaming services at midnight Eastern. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. And I said to her, I was like, I'm kind of thinking about staying up late to listen to it. Because I, you know, <laughs> and she was she was just like, okay, yeah, if that's what she She's like, I'm going to bed. But, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so then I did. And then, like, I sent Sam a message and I was like, all right, I'm staying up late to do this here. And then, yeah. And so we, we ended up doing it, going through it basically the first time together just on like G chat. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was God, it, I swear to God, like the last month, really like this new Zelda game, I'm 15 years old again. (laughs) It is fucking wild. Like this is the kind of shit I would, you know, I haven't done anything like this, you know, wait till midnight for, and and it's weird because it's like, yeah, it's just weird. I'm feeling, I'm, I'm having a lot of feelings. I'm having, and I'm feeling very strange because Yeah. yeah, (laughs) <laughs> so both, what's really nice i don't want to blow too much of like my my general vibe but like what is really nice about both the zelda thing zelda felt like coming home in a really nice pleasant way you know and the fact that this record is so pop punky and summery you know like it's very like yeah. it's way more power pop you know pop punky than the last record you know um in a way i kind of was surprised by uh, if it wasn't summer, if it wasn't like been like nice weather and all these things, maybe I'd feel differently, but I'm like, 
you know, if nothing else, if like I, we nitpick the record to death, if, if other things happen, there is this sort of nice summer morning sort of vibe, you know, like listening to it this morning as I took my kid to school, like it was yeah, like, like windows down. Yeah. Like sun fit, is shining. Yeah. It kind of fit that vibe a little <laughs> it bit. Does. I mean, they, no, I get that. And like, you know, there's a lot to be, you know, there's good and bad. Like, you know, it's, it's post 2000 rancid. So like there's good and bad, but like overall I was very, uh, I'm feeling a lot more generous towards the album just because I'm so surprised by how much leaning even more that direction than even Troublemaker was. And so yeah. to that, when you talk about like the being 15 again, the Zelda thing of like this sort of like warming your heart sort of feeling, um, I don't know. It, 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 it definitely fits that. And of course we're in like the glow of the moment, but like, right. But like, it's a really good, I put on a lot of rancid records in the last 20 years when they first come out and been like, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this isn't just novelty of like, Oh, there's some new rancid songs. I've listened to a lot of new rancid songs and been like, okay, <laughs> time to turn I, this off. You know, like, um, yeah, I'm I, like, I sort of agree with that, but then there's part of me that I ask, I ask myself of like, okay. Like I, I, I heard indestructible when it came out. I, I don't know that I heard Domino's honor or troublemaker, like right when they came out. I think I just, I don't think I did, but, but the big difference is like, we have this show for sure. There's going to be a coloring of that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to temper my, I don't know. I I don't want to say excitement because I don't even, I mean, I am excited about it. I, yeah. Like I agree that it's, it it is, it is better than I expected. And it's di- way different than I expected. That, like, the, and we'll talk about it. The tone, or the, I don't know, the vibe of the album, just, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the melodicism of it, the, as you, it's like, it is, it's a, it's a pop punk record. Like, I, that didn't see, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see I that coming. I expected it, if anything, it was going to be like bluegrass meets dark Tropic Murphy's. And it's like, no, this is fully like a power pop record at times see and i thought it i didn't even think i thought it was gonna try to get more into the i don't know like street like the dope made me do it sort of like yeah and well yeah and then too i I think and to to be fair like listening to it you know after you know mud blood and gold comes on and and that that chord progression is very it's more in i was like yeah this is what i think this is exactly what i thought it was going to be it's very like you know that's almost a hardcore song that right one but was it was really interesting about how much that song was like you, but you're it, right it kind of fakes you out you're like oh yes. whoa, okay um we it, are doing the like post-hardcore kind of record all of a sudden you know right and i was just like okay i mean i like i'm ready to hear that and then and then devil in the skies we already knew and i guess we're already getting into it sorry I'm yeah, yeah go so, for it no um, yeah. and then and then and first of all, as we fucking called it on New American, <laughs> we said it was going to be, like, we didn't call, they sh- uh, we didn't, I understand, I know why they didn't make it the single, but, um, it was, it was everything we thought, like, when we did the Don't Make Me Do It episode, and we talked about what's going to be the third single, and here's what we think, and why we think it's going to be this, and we called out New American, we were fucking dead on the money other than the fact they didn't make it the single. But well, we knew it was going to be single worthy and be very catchy, and and it was it it that it 
track four, man. That's like yeah, the... they, like Rancid does not put like shitty songs on track four. That's just like yeah. Like, have they ever put a shitty song on track? I don't know. I'm I'm like, I'm like, I don't even remember what track four is on any other record. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I'm right. I I know. Let me go. But let's see. Okay. Track four on, um, let's, let's go. I'm going to go back to the fucking. Go do it. Let's do it. All right. So on, I don't want to look at Let me see if I can remember. On Troublemaker, it's Telegraph, isn't it? Oh, I was going the other, I was going the other direction. Oh, go the other way. Okay. Okay. Start with 93. It's right after Detroit. So what's yeah. right after Detroit? Um, it's a fucking banger. Rats in the hallway. Yeah, it's rats in the hallway. Okay, well, Jesus, I mean, that's I great. Mean, God, what a fu- what a fucking run! The first four that songs. That first five, six Adina, songs. Yeah, Adina, Hyena, Detroit, Rats in the Hallway. My yeah, God, it's crazy. My God. Okay, so let's go. Is salvation? It's fucking salvation. Jesus, yeah. Out come the wolves. Ooh, time bomb. Time bomb. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is like, yeah, they, they don't. Um, life won't wait. Oh, I didn't. Is I didn't that Hoover Street? No, it's Black Lung. We haven't done Black Lung. Mm, yeah, Black Lung. Black Lung's pretty good. Yeah, but oh, it's that not... might be the first one that like it's surrounded by better songs. Yes, yes. Uh, Two thousand obviously is the cream go, of the yeah. fucking crop. Jesus Christ, maybe um, still the best song they've ever done. I'm maybe it is the maybe best song. yeah yeah probably <laughs> yes it's the best song they've ever done. Um, indestructible sucks, but um, do you know <laughs> like there isn't a good one? Is that red? That's not Red Hot. It's right before Red Hot Moon, is it not? No, Red Hot is Moon's number three. It's David oh. Courtney. Uh, I think that's a great, I, actually, microcosm of that fucking record of like, oh, th- they that. made this track for people four. who like that song. They think that that's a good that people who like but, that record probably think that's a good song. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's like, yeah, of course, that's the fourth song. Uh, Domino's yeah, exactly. just is trash. So last one to die. Fuck all that. But um, in their mind, that's the big exactly. From absolutely, that record, so, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Right. Honor is evil is my friend. Well, again, they think yeah. that's the big song from that record. And then troublemaker. Is, Telegraph is it not? No, Telegraph's three. It's uh, oh. it's intimate close up of a street punk. Oh, I always mix those two up for some yeah, reason because they're kind of this thing. very similar. Yeah, yeah. But that's a huge song for that album. That's like kind of the yeah. I'd say intimate. That's the um, that's the thesis song for that record. You know, exactly. I mean? like, yeah, yeah. So yes. So anyway, track four. You learn a lot about. You learn a lot about a Rancid album by listening to track four, I think. I, I think that's totally true. I know this is like, we are the biggest fucking nerds, but like, yes. but like, I think it's right. I think Tim thinks about track four as very important. And I get it. Like for my own music, I think about track three. So like, and, and I can't tell you what, but that like in my mind, like track three has got to be, that's the, where I put the, the one. It feels like on Tim, he puts the like preamble track. Like this track that sets up track four is always yeah. like like I think about um it's quite all right you know like being like oh, you God, know how yeah. important that is for absolutely and then like yeah um I mean an outcome the wolves God, I mean again you, you I mean can't. is that roots yeah I mean, like roots I mean, into Jesus. time bomb I mean what look at this fucking run though eleventh hour into roots into time bomb into Olympia again that's, that's insane I'm 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 coming around to like the obvious truth here and I can't deny it but anyway we're not talking about yeah, it yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so anyway new American comes on and it's just like oh oh <laughs> we're doing we're 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 in we're not doing this we're doing something else we're doing very crisp production and then I would say the bloody and violent history the yeah. thing that it took me a minute to realize what the bloody and violent history is. 
The Bloody and Violent History is one... Th- I was driving with Calvin this morning, and I was sitting there listening to it, and I was like, The Bloody and Violent History is a song, probably not the lyrics, but the song is 100% a song he wrote for the Interrupters. Uh, the the huh. way it's sung is the wa- way he writes for Amy. There's a couple tricks that happen that, like, he does not write that way for, for Rancid, usually. There's a couple tricks... Like, Again, Interesting. I know I know a lot about interrupters, but it is a one thousand percent an interrupter song that they said. Nah. Well, and that could track in a way because you know he because of like COVID and shit, Tim wasn't that he, involved he with wasn't the last record for them anymore. Yeah, so exactly. he probably so like, he probably had written some stuff for them, but because of circumstances, they were like, ah, we want to do our own thing. We don't like that people, you know, right? And he couldn't. Like they the, couldn't just. Then they just couldn't get together, and they or whatever. You yeah. know, I mean, there's probably a lot of logistical reasons that happened. He was like, well. Let's see. Let's try it with yeah, Ransom. I, mean, I think he's just got this mode that. that he goes into to write for Amy's voice. And this one fit for the thing he wanted to do, which again, I think this is other meta thing, but uh, which we'll get into. But man, it was it was bugging me when we were listening to it because like the topic isn't very interruptorsy. So a little, my brain didn't go there. But like, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know shit. I don't pay. I'm Yeah, I trust that. I believe. you. Yeah. I mean, again, I just know this really well because I've been listening to a bunch with, with Calvin. But like. It is wild how much it's got the. There's a couple things that they do. I forget what the little. There's a little funny vocal hook where it goes. They repeat this kind of up and down thing that is like Amy to a T, and so you're like, oh, he learned that writing with Amy. Like, you know, is it I mean? the like? like is it when they repeat of the Barbica, that part? No, it's. Oh, okay. I'm actually just gonna. I'm gonna do the bad thing and listen to it for half a second. Um, and by on. the way, the uh, I I did discover. I'm looking at it on Bandcamp and. If you click on each track, it has the lyrics. So, oh, very nice. I'm gonna open that. Um, um one second. Uh, oh, it's all that when you can't yeah. trust the lawmaker, that whole thing, and the intimidate, like where it's the same, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like that is one thousand percent interrupters. Huh. The, like where it's the same line with like the same syllable construction and it's it's like it, it, they go down an octave and like it, the I, I don't know how to describe it but that's like interrupters in a can a little bit okay <laughs> uh i should play it for like my wife has to had, had to sit through a lot of interrupters and even you know listen go to the show and everything and i wonder if like she can validate she can this pull it out me. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my wife it, thinks it, i'm right <laughs> Most of the time she doesn't. So let's well, that's be fair. fair. Like, yeah, especially yeah, when, yeah. and and I'm guessing your wife gives very yeah, little does not shit give a fuck about this stuff. No, yeah. she liked that Calvin was excited about something. Yeah. Basically, uh, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, no, I can't. Uh, yeah, I I do want to talk about just real again. I don't want to get into it. And I said this in our live chat. Yes, are we? Can we move on? I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Like yeah. my first like hair on the back of my neck stood up ick feeling was on road to righteousness and i stand by it completely um, yeah there's there's something off about that song i just can't um, like i cannot deal with the you're living by the gentleman's code and anything that invokes loyalty yes loyalty is one of the worst most empty like um yes. ideals in the world it's it's usually unearned um don't like no accountability sort of you know it's mostly used in um 
Ponzi schemes and and gangster yeah. moves. Oh, you know what right. I mean? Like it's you know it's um it's how to manipulate and gaslight people. Is is, is what absolutely I think of. yes. So like I I've just gotten to the point where anybody invokes loyalty and I go. You know, I just go like, right. And I don't, I don't think that's where their brain is. And I'm not saying like I'm some evolved human and they're idiots or something, but like it usually has its tone of gross. And then you have this on this like gentleman's code. You can't, (sighs) you can't teach loyalty. It's an honor bestowed. Yeah. So that that's bad. Recent rancid to a T. Yeah. It's and it's yeah. So. Anyway, I, but but as I, I said to the last night, I was like, hey, it took till track seven for that. You know, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's like almost halfway through this record. So um, there yeah. we go. That's something. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, no. It, it was the first song that made me go. Huh. <laughs> right. It's also not even that, like, when you listen to the song kind of in passing, it's not an egregiously bad song, at least, you know, on some level, yeah. like the actual song, but it's not, uh, it, it could be cut, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we doing this straight through the album? Or? Oh, no, you can go wherever you want to no, go. No, you were just kind of talking about, it, like, that was the first one where we bumped. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is... Well, the one thing is, at the end of this, I'd love to hear, like, what are the two songs that you've really come away from this album with? Like, it isn't about favorite as much as, like, what are the ones you're mulling the most? Like, what are the ones you're really thinking about, you know? Mm. Okay. Uh, because right now, we're still in reaction mode, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a couple, uh, you know, there's a couple. Like, um, yeah, uh, one no. thing, another thing I want to, I did want to talk, and we, is that uh, the back, ha- well, to- yeah, the back half there's really Lars focused right. song until midway through the album, and then there's a bunch, not a bunch, yeah. but it felt like a bunch. But like starting with, I don't remember "Live Forever," honestly. Um, "Live Forever" is the very bouncing souls, like fun, like it's which very, is like, the song? Is that the song? There's one song where all three of them are basically singing the whole song. It might be that song, but I know what you're talking about. There's a couple songs like that where they're really like all. And like at the same time, not even like trading. The album as a whole is kind of like this big chorus line. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, (laughs) But but yeah. So the largest stuff, like it's funny. So drop dead in is where it really kicks in. Yeah. Um, And and my initial feelings on that at first I was like, huh. But then that one kind of got me. That one's that great. yeah, like it first, like I, I, I think I was really caught off guard just by how up in front Lars was all of a sudden because he hadn't been through the you know most of the record, mm-hmm. and but then like once I just kind of recalibrated, yeah, and I, um, yeah, that one when we get to the like the two songs that are like that one's in contention for me is like one of the ones that I'm thinking yeah one hundred percent I would um, I would agree with that it's. And, and I think I, I think I like. There's a. It he it feels like he's channeling his inner Tim a bit, like on the yeah. lyrics. Yeah, and I, I would agree and, with that. And I and it and but it come and it comes from a play like you know we've talked a lot in the about how how all of them like with Troublemaker and then beyond like they feel seem so much more comfortable in their own skin. You know Lars with his like wrestling stuff and his podcast and all you know and they just. And this to me is 
it's like this is a guy who finally is like yeah it's okay to kind of like show some of my feelings and like be earnest and sweet and that's okay and that doesn't make me like less of a yeah 100 you know? and it, it's it's a real like meta song like it is a yes. very like i am singing directly to my band about how i hope you meet me and we all get to die together basically <laughs> but, like, it kind of has like a like it's basically like we're you know like we're in it till the end sort of sweet but it has a sweeter resignation and they're all kind of singing about like there's a lot of mortality on this record which is i mean they're getting older they're not crazy old but they're you know they're yeah. getting older and they haven't led you know super healthy lives so um right i yeah you know, i think they're all probably in better health than they've been in in a while but um uh yeah like there's just sort of like but the other thing is like again to your point around um being comfortable in their skin it has this really interesting um songwriting style and quality like i was i was referencing elvis costello and some of the yeah. like the melodic line and and i think that's I think, that all, like actually when you said that because you're like am i crazy and i was like holy like as soon as you said it, i was like oh my god no that I, there's I, something in the yeah. guitar line or something or the melody like there's just like structure that's got a little bit more kind of i don't know and i'm not like a deep elvis costello guy like yeah. big records when i listen to them i'm like oh yeah i should like this more <laughs> like it's basically what always happens with me in, in those old records but like yeah like there's something about it there was you know there was a new spice in there and i was like but it's also like weirdly throwbacky and kind of rock and roll you know there's a lot of like kind of old west thing going on on this record too that like i i started to pick up on around this time and it's like i don't know that's that's I didn't really know what to do with that at first, but hmm. you know, uh, it's you know, it's kind of coming together. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I, I, you know, like there's this Hellbound Train, the One Way Ticket songs kind of got it. The New American, I don't know, Mud Blood and Gold, Barbary Coast thing. The you know, there's a lot going on. We'll talk more about it in a minute, but like uh i was starting to notice it around here about dropped in because there's also this countryfied thing going on on like some of the song the instrumentation on that song uh, right I mean, way more on the yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. elvis costello side but it's a weird kind of combo of sounds that you're like oh this is new you know um and throughout i was really going like i think i've read a couple of reviews and everybody's finally just saying wow touring the last few years with dropkick murphys and just like being like seems like this iteration of rancid being like i think in the past they would be almost embarrassed to get so influenced by dropkick murphys but now they're just like ah this is what our brains and bodies and you know want to play you know what i mean like like this album even more than troublemaker is just like yeah we like east coasty kind of sing-along Dropkick murphys and and that big you know i i really noticed the thing that was has been pushing me towards saying wow there's a there's something about that that makes me think of bouncing souls obviously like the vocal quality is not a bouncing souls but the strong structure and some of the guitar lines and uh, like lars is this whole other person on this record i think lars's voice on this record is these leads throughout yeah which i i it's like a kind of a whole new thing i don't know if like people are picking up on that but like pretty sure they're not tim they all have this quality of this sort of distorted high-end lead but they're throughout the song instead of just the solo right yep no yeah 
and they get this it gets this pop punk quality and it, to me the thing that i most associate that with is, is um pete from uh bouncing souls and that's probably just a limited reference to me because it's on these anthemic east coasty punk songs so it's like oh that's where my brain goes but like uh it was really apparent and it's actually really apparent on prisoner song which is really um you know gone deep into my brain like that song is one <laughs> of the other songs that i'm like i i'm really tracking as like this might be the song that i i, I listen to the most from this um i find that song really interesting um really fun just a really yeah. fun song so um but yeah like it's just for the most part i think there's some some i i <laughs> i i think overall to it, it just kept being like wow this is like the thing we kept saying to it was like it it seems self-evident but it's like we were surprised by how much it just felt like troublemaker too but like with like somebody you know with the finger in the socket you know like it just right. felt like <laughs> like it really energized yeah him well making... it, very much yeah i think i mean that one of the things you know hellbound train they sound kind of like i think i think that's well i i don't like that one but yeah but like that one but for and yes overall it it felt like a more energetic maybe even like i don't know it it reminded me yeah a more energetic troublemaker but it's also yeah more poppy yeah like that's the part that really yeah i I mean i was gonna say like a little it's more focused Like like they really seem it's dialed in and again, and I said this to you last night, I was like, they fucking like pulled one on everybody because everybody was expecting this. Like it is fast. Like it's a fast, but I think most people were expecting this, like kind of heavy, more 2000 ish, whatever, you know? And it's like, and, and the singles they released, like it didn't, I mean, they weren't, they weren't that like, just that. Yeah. They weren't as like abrasive or whatever, but it just, those three singles do not give you the picture of the whole album at all. And I, I think, think that's great. Being the last signal single kind of was the tricky thing, right? Like if they had put yeah. that out first, it might've like kind of added up to a different vibe. Also, do you get, are you coming around at all to my thing of like tomorrow never comes kind of being more canonical of a song? Like I hear it now and I'm just like, yep, that's a, that good song that starts this record. Like I've actually yeah, really no. come around to that song as like being, I don't, I, you know, well, we recorded the devil in disguise episode like yesterday, no, two days ago, uh, two days ago. And something. you, and you were saying this about you'd come around and I was like, eh, I don't know. But in the context of the record, like in the last 12 hours, I guess it has, <laughs> it, it, like my brain has shifted on it. A bit. Yeah. Like so, I, I, again, when I saw it on punk rock, Moment, I was like, yeah, that's that rancid song. You know what I mean? Like it kind of became part of the canon yeah already for me and i was like there's flaws to that song you know but like there's a lot to like like i think they were right that that is the like the like again like the thesis track right like like the main track for the album like and obviously it's they they made it the title track and everything but like i think i think it's a very good track and and um it holds a lot of weight and you know it, it would be missing a lot without that track yeah um we, we do need to talk about the thing that we really started noticing. We said it a couple times throughout the record when we were listening to it, but One Way Ticket literally <laughs> oh has this big stop in the middle that twice my brain could not. Yeah, <laughs> well, one short and one really long, oh, which was right. like, 
I was impressed by like how long it was. And we were talking about how it was like nearly like an avant-garde, like, yeah, Sopranos moment of like, whoa, that's yeah, wild. For a minute there, I was like, wow, they really just ended the song that way. Yeah, which is wild. <laughs> but all I could think of, like, I don't know if you, this this tracks for you, but like the whole time last night, I was just like, this is Tim in his fucking musical theater. Oh, mode. absolutely. Oh, because that, it's yes. Like everybody freezes, the lights go bright. And you could see them all breathing heavily, like trying not to move. Right, you know like, what I mean? Like, like just staring straight ahead. Yeah, like yeah, not- yeah, a hundred percent. And like everybody's like all the tension, you know, like, like it's one hundred percent that move. And like that song already kind of had a musical theater bent to it. So like, and I think there's a lot of musical theater on this. And I was saying that last night, and now I need to talk to you about something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we got two emails within. 20 minutes this morning okay that yeah and full i i i haven't heard any i know nothing about about this yeah 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 and so i i just wanted to redo the key parts of it and then like you could look at like the larger thing so this is from ollie ollie um he said hi brad hi sam he says very nice things about the podcast super appreciate that he says his his thoughts on the album as a non-native speaker which i thought was interesting oh yeah um, he said, not quite sure what to make of it. Yes, Miss Ska, but it's very catchy. And I, I think that's a pretty good, it is very catchy. Like, I know this is weird. Let me, let me break for half a second. I keep thinking about like, it's got this, like, this is going to be weird and not, you're going to take, I feel like you and other people are going to take this wrong, but like, there's a Weezer-esque quality to like where they're just trying to make really crisp pop songs. I'm not a Weezer fan, but like there's this like no frills hmm. pop. That's maybe why I keep saying like power pop. You know what I mean? Like there's this like, that's not enough of a, a fully formed thought probably to be valid. But like there's this sort of like, like I almost, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. I almost like, yes, I like that you just were like, this record is yellow and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about, like, the crispness of it all. I don't know. Not a fully formed thought. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Reaction pod, guys. Don't don't, don't listen to me too close. Um, I think it... So this is the first email I got. Yeah. I think it's an interesting album to discuss because some of the songs seems to tell an ongoing story. And I definitely caught this, Mm -hmm. but I agree. It sounds like maybe an uh, album about violence during the California gold rush. So he says, Mud, Blood, and Gold, setting the scene. New American, the character Eddie the Butcher first appears in New American, which I did notice. I was like, wow, Eddie the Butcher is in uh, the Bloody and Violent History is about the Barbary Coast, which I will admit I am an idiot and don't actually know what the Barbary Coast is and thought it was like, you know, off like the Horn of Africa or something, but it's actually San Francisco. Oh, really? Um, during the gold rush. Yep. I'm oh, an idiot. Well, I, I'm, well, if you look up Barbary, yeah, okay. I thought it was too. Isn't there a Barbary coast? I mean, I think there's a, it's like Northern. It's Africa. something like that maybe, but yeah. like, okay. I'm, okay. Uh, I'll fully miss being like an uninformed yep. American here. Yeah. Uh, and the butcher's all about it. He says like prisoner song, one way ticket, hellbound train, you know, like shipwreck records is the, you know, like, Seems like Tim's obsession with sort of older time period, California, like he's like, I don't He's sort of saying like, I don't know where some of these other songs fit, but they have the vibe. What do you think of this? 
And then he said, "P.S. You, we we correctly predicted the song, a song, at least a song is going to be about the California Gold Rush, which we predicted when we were just looking at the song titles. I guess we did. I guess we were like, God, one of these are going to be about the oh. Gold Rush. <laughs> Might be the whole album. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't remember. But, that. Okay, so I was like, huh? That's yeah. This is interesting. This is maybe a thing. Wasn't Eddie was the Butcher like? Half pick- wasn't Eddie the Butcher a New York gangster? Probably, but this guy's a stevedore on the Barbary Coast. Like, he has a story." Oh. inside this album okay okay so here's the thing <laughs> then nick ramirez who i think i've seen popping around the reddit or our instagram or something before he he says uh um but maybe i'm making that up uh he sends a nice note he talks a little bit about punk rock bowling before he gets into his theory but um he said it was fun uh he said there was a hellcat booth and he talked to the guy there and there was a doom regulator shirt and he said, Tim asked the guy to print up a hundred to see if whether anyone knew about the band, which I think it's such a weird <laughs> bubble sort of like, are you kidding me? Uh, he said the Hellcat guy had heard the record and that it's really good. And it's a lot of it sounds like Op Ivy. So, okay, cool. Oh, man. Uh, I'll send you the shirt. It's Tim artwork, but it's got the... Um, I love it. Sing Does a song anybody know the river. about the band? Isn't that wild? It's like, dude, I'm more excited I, about oh my God. thing than and, anything this and, year. And hearing that, that supposedly it sounds a lot like Up Ivy, I'm like, okay, I'm, I've moved on from Tomorrow Never Comes. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> what is Tomorrow Never Comes? Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> but so, he, you know, he get, uh, thanks for informing us about that. Yes. Like the, we're, we're bummed. Like the, the thing we probably should have tried to, if we were rich and, and unconnected to the world, we probably should have tried to go to punk rock bowling. But like. Yeah. We're not. We're not we're, we're we're not rich, and we are very busy, and you know all these things. But I'm glad people who did get, get a chance to go are giving us reports. That's awesome. So thanks for doing that. But then he lays this on us. One last thing: is the new album made from scraps of an abandoned abandoned musical? <laughs> were some of these songs from a musical theater project or something? Eddie the Butcher showing up in two songs. He says, New American, Mud, Blood, and Gold, The Ship Lands in America, Find a Violent Town, Devil in Disguise, Description of the Violent City, um, Eddie the Butcher, One Way Ticket, Washed Up on a Gold Coast, which is the Gold Coast mentioned mm-hmm. in Mud, Blood, and Gold, Hellbound Train, he narrator commits a botched up heist. Some of the other songs are generic enough they could fit in the story too. Magnificent Rogue, could it be a character sketch? Don't Make Me Do It, could be a fight. Prisoner songs could be three characters summarizing their story so far. It's a road to righteousness. Could be the family singing goodbyes who sails away. Like, I'm fully in. I think Tim's trying to write a, uh, a, a musical. There's so many musical things. I think it's like an unproduced musical that he turned into a rancid album. And he probably would just say, yeah, it's kind of a concept album. I think it's probably like a, a concept album. But like, I think there's a musical here. I'm fully in. On this. I am all fucking in on this. This is incredible. Yeah, no, it, it tracks. Like everything. <laughs> there's too this many. Has too oh much my. stuff about it's. It's a. Yeah. It's a, oh, this is amazing. It's a. It's a. It's a it, at minimum, it's a concept record. At, but like, I don't think that's what Tim does. Tim wants to make musicals. He's wanted to make musicals yeah. for 20, 30 years now. And this all. Get, look, we've been saying this for a year. Like they are finally accepting who the fuck they are. And, you know, I mean, Lars wants to be musicals in, in the past, like, right? You know, like he, right? He but it was, it. but he, but it's never been like 
it's never been like on a rancid record. It's never been any, you know, I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, when we, like, we really got into this, we talked about Bobber and it's like, finally, Lars gets to be in kiss and this is yeah, what he's exactly. always wanted. And, and again, and Tim gets to read old books about American history and write about like the fucking civil war and the, and, the and gold rush, fucking the gold rush and turn and, it. And, and then to just make it even more, his wildest dreams come true. He turns it into a fucking punk rock musical exactly oh my so god I, I either it's been canceled or it's going to be coming out that there is a musical oh my god we need to know more somebody who has connections to tim needs to ask him somebody with connections to Lars need to ask him also but don't with the uh, fact but yeah but don't tell him about our podcast please please do not don't mention us. We, <laughs> we, we don't exist yeah um my thing is what is with I mean, I think it's actually really interesting that, like, the last two Rancid albums that we've enjoyed kind of had to be built out of something else. You know how the Tim record was, like, what Troublemaker came out of? Yeah. And, like, this is probably this Tim musical that they had to re, like, per- like they, they made no mention of this musical. Like, they, they're trying to put, like, pawn this off. Like, Tim's probably like, hey, we can go in the studio and record this. We can move things around. If anybody asks, it's a concept record. You know what I mean? Like, there's enough vibes that it works as a rancid album. You know, like, uh, cool. Like, so, like, uh, like that again. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, if you think about it, you know, they're 30 years into this. They've all got a million things going on. Lars has like a family. I don't know. You like, know, what are they gonna write? Like, when, I, when are I they gonna I, get together and write a record? And like, what are they gonna write about? You right. know what I mean, like, like they're they're all 50 something and like. And they've made like, it. like the life is good. It. And they like like the thing is, I would want to hear their fucking Mountain Goats Dad record, but like they're not going to write it. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't. They don't have that kind of compa- But the but I mean, their way of like tapping into the dad vibe is like, man, I love to read history. Like you know, you can see <laughs> yeah. Tim sitting in a big chair next to a fire reading some like eight hundred page book about the gold rush and all the violence like guys like glasses on and yeah he's got he's he's smoking a pipe in his in this scenario and you know maybe a big he's got like a smoking jacket on and this is the tim armstrong this is what i want for his retirement this is (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean this seriously tracks i and i think that is it's it's, it is exactly that it's like either he was too embarrassed to go fully or rancid members didn't like it to go fully. It's a Eddie the Butcher concept record, or it's a bot, or it's a you know unproduced musical. Like it's 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 somewhere in that spectrum. Yeah. Like it's like this isn't even a question anymore. No, I think it's yeah. This is like there's too many so and again I I picked up on like the Eddie the Butcher showing up twice and so but I the first couple of listens like I I wasn't picking up on the lyrics as much you know like yeah, exactly and so yeah. and now you said this and i'm and like i said they're all on Bandcamp, and so i'm like and and it's like the official you know epitaph rancid band yeah, so you know they're the real band. lyrics yeah versus <laughs> some of the shit you find and and so yeah, it's exactly i mean yeah this is yeah. like totally you guys are so a uh, nick and all like 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 yeah like thank you round like, of applause here like, <laughs> yeah exactly like one hundred percent. You crack the case faster than anybody else. Like this, 
it kind of like is such a funny it's like harder to be like yeah this is the summary pop punk record when it's like this it's like a musical about violence and the gold violence rush. and the barbary coast and the you know like but like that that's what makes it different that's like what makes like it, it you know i always used to be like you know pop punk is a great genre but it's a great genre if you're 17 like you need to be 17 to write it you know what i mean it's really weird when you're 45 and still writing and playing pop punk right you know what i mean right but if you if you take it the like sort of idea of pop punk like the sonic ideas and wrap it around shit about like something like this i mean you know going talking about the mountain goats and mountain dad but like one of the great things the mountain goats have done i think in the last 10 years is you know john darnell he he made all the mountain goats mountain goats records right i mean the ones that were but and then it was like okay now i'm gonna make a record about goths now i'm gonna make a record about wrestling now i'm gonna make a record about dungeons and dragons and it was like exactly and it's like like, yeah it's metal and now it's all these other things and i think that's like that's yeah that's a dream you know to get that's, to the that's point maturity of the, like calming down and being like okay i made my cool records like uh, yeah, yeah and now i'm i'm maybe less cool but i'm more secure right that's kind of the whole point of our fucking podcast right on I, some level of like when you get older you have to be more secure with the things that make you happy whether or not they are cool right you know what i mean like that's that's kind of the whole thing we're fucking talking about so, right like, uh, good on him <laughs> like to just like make and it really, 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 it kind of explains the shift to Dropkick Murphys. Because if you were going to write a punk rock thing that fits with this sort of musical. historical musical, yeah, you're going to go more Drop- towards that sort of folky sing along, like Irish. Right, you know, I was going to say like drunken Irish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like that would be the vibe that, that makes it. Because that basically that's like one become the Decemberists is what I'm saying, right? <laughs> With like more distortion. He yeah, kind of did. I mean, that's what this is. This is a Decemberist record. <laughs> With yeah, that's like fa- a fast Decemberist it's a fast record. Decemberist record. With somebody who like, yeah. fuck you for, for not liking that. That's great. Like I'm fully on board for Shit. making a fast Decemberist record. Oh my god! I never like yeah, and never I didn't see this kind. Holy shit! <laughs> this is I, this I I'm this maybe this is my favorite rancid record. It's not. But <laughs> I, <laughs> it, uh, I I was kind of embarrassed to say because I I don't like the the cult of the new and like 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 rancid has not treated us super well in 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 the last twenty years. You know, there's a world where like yeah you 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 listen to indestructible and you're like oh that's pretty good and then you're like oh shit no it's not you know like. But I was really worried when I was like starting to come around on this. I was like, yeah, no, and, and we'll think, see. I think at this moment, which is this moment, which is five minutes into the birth of this record. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't take this as anything. So else. if in like two months, we're like, yeah, no, this is all fucking yeah, fuck wrong and terrible. Yeah. I can also see this record being candy and being like hard to maintain. Yeah. You know I mean, like it's not a record you listen to a lot because it's so similar throughout and it has this theme that like if you burn it to the ground, you're going to get so bored. They were, they were smart that they only made it 25 minutes long. <laughs> I was about to say, I think there's something there. Uh, but at this Holy moment, shit. the thing I want to say <laughs> that I wanted to say even before that, this whole revelation of the musical element, um, I think because my pro- proclivities for pop punk and the fast and the sort of sunniness of this record, as 
a record as a whole, not song by song, but as a record as a whole, I still think Troublemaker might be our Dalton line, and I think this one is a notch above. I at this moment. So I yes, I agree. Like Troublemaker is the Dalton line, hundred percent. That is, yeah. I love that we use the Dalton. Uh, and and you know, as you were saying, like we'll see how it ages or whatever, because you know, Indestructible was like, oh yeah, and then it. Yeah, Troublemaker. It's been it's it's been a basically a year since we kind of rediscovered Troublemaker. I think because yeah. it, yep. it was it was when I was in Seattle and I remember texting like we talked about it when we recorded the Domino's episode that is on yeah, Patreon, yeah. and so and then I remember it's like I texted you that night and I was like, oh shit, I found the Civil War song. It's on Troublemaker, and then I listened. And I was like, <laughs> shit, I kind of like. And so it's so it's been like a year, and that and it's I still like it. I like oh, yeah. sometimes yeah. I like it more, sometimes a little less, but it's never gotten to the point where I'm like, no, this actually sucks. Like where I am, like, cause I had a moment a little over a year ago where I was like, oh, I think an instructable is really good. And now I'm like, I actually think it's my least favorite rancid record. So anyway, <laughs> yes, I, I like, I don't know if I think it's a notch above troublemaker, but it's at least on the level. It is. It, it Yeah. At, at me at right now. Yes. And this is me, a me statement. And right now, in this moment, I'm very surprised, pleasantly surprised, kind of flabbergasted by this whole thing that's happening with this record. It is Troublemaker Plus, and it, because it is sharper, shorter, brighter, sunnier, mm-hmm. more orange. Oh, I keep saying orange when I mean yellow. More yellow, more crisp, more fun, and more tight. You know, it doesn't drag. Like, I think Troublemaker is kind of, kind of meandering a little bit more. Um it's like it's like it's one a and one b right like like troublemakers just like the line and it's right above the line and that's a fucking win in 2023 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, no dude and now like i'm looking at the cover and i'm thinking i'm like man those are like 1850s wanted poster pictures oh my god <laughs> you're I'm, not wrong <laughs> like Oh my god! I, now, I saw so, somebody with the shirt on like one of the Facebook groups, and I was like, "God, do I even kind of like the <laughs> record cover?" God damn it! Like I'm, I, I don't know how much I, you know. Again, I'm, I'm having a good day. I'm feeling the vibe. Yeah. You know, the records, the records not bad. So I'm like, yeah, having, I'm happy. So like, totally. There's probably a regulator regulation of the the vibe is going to come in here, but like. Which is why we needed to record this today. And exactly, we yeah. like let's capture our feelings in this moment, and then we'll, we'll see how it in six moves months over we'll, time. we'll see how we'll be like, yeah, it kind of wears on you. I could see that happening, or 100%. or maybe in six months they'll announce the opening dates of the musical, and, and we'll then be we like, gotta go to that. Oh, I mean, oh, well, like, yeah. come on, I will, I will like <laughs> sell a synthesizer or something to buy tickets if I have to. Yeah, I mean that's holy shit. Yeah, no, I mean I I'm I feel the same. Like I was pleasantly surprised a little shocked because again i wasn't expecting to be so poppy and i and i thought there was enough there to like keep me coming back a little bit and looking for you know wanting to listen to it but now like you added this to it and i'm like oh shit okay i'm i'm here for this and now i'm 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 looking forward to god i hope it's i hope it's true yeah i want to hear I, Tim's so tight-lipped about stuff, you know what I mean? Like, we don't hear a lot about... Lars will let it slip on a podcast. 
Yeah, I know. Now I got to go listen to Lars talk about stuff. But you wonder if like Lars or Matt kind of was like, eh, tamp that shit down. I don't want this to just look like an Old West, you know, like, like, I wonder how much this was like reeled in or what? Like, what's the, I, I need to know. I need a journalist to go out and like, yeah, this down. Yes. I need to know that. Yeah. Somebody's got to ask the question. Like, <laughs> the tough questions. Yeah. Oh my God. It's fucking wild. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. What? Let's do it. Let's pick our two songs and get out of here. Um, so what was, I don't even remember what you said. Two songs. Uh, I, that, I was just saying like, there's probably at least one or two songs that you're kind of like in this moment, you're like, wow, these are really hitting me, you know, oh, in yeah, some yeah, way yeah. where it's like, you know, the, who knows if they're your favorite, but you're, you're kind of like, they're sticking out for you right now. Yeah. Um, okay. For, uh, I'll pick one, then you pick one, then yeah, we'll do, we'll go back. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go drop that in. I, I keep, yeah, I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm really in for that song. I think it's, uh, it, I, think I think it's, it's going to be a, a grower too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I and I think it's, it's just, it's something really different. Like, I don't feel like they've done something like that before. Yeah, I and, agree. And it's always nice when Lars is the one that's stretching his legs a yep, little bit too. I, yeah, and that, yeah, so. that I, I basically was like, I'm glad you're going to pick Drop Dead End because then I don't have to. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I get a third one, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, I'm going to pick, what's funny is I find Prisoner's Song really compelling. Yeah. And just like a really fun pop punk song. You know, like it's like, ugh, good pop punk song. And Again, we don't hear Rancid write a really good pop punk song usually. Like that's not a mode they're they've been in until recently. They write good punk songs and they write good big rock songs, but like it has a true pop punk essence that I was yeah. surprised by and and enjoy. And I think there's some meat on the bone there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's um, that would have been in my maybe one of mine. I. I <clears throat> I don't want to pick the obvious one. Um, Which is the obvious one, New American? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going. <laughs> like, I mean, I do and I don't, but because I think it's, <clears throat> yeah. Actually, I think we one, already talked about <clears throat> it, so it's fine. I think one of the ones that, I, again, because I think it was, I think there was some interesting stuff with the structure or the, um, just the sonic, I don't know. Yeah. The, but uh, Eddie the Butcher. I was, uh, that was exactly where I thought you were going to go <laughs> if you weren't going. I think Eddie the Butcher is really interesting because, yeah, the structure is interesting and it's one of the best uses of Brandon. Yeah. I think, I, I wish yeah. I got into those deep toms more. Like, I, he's in those mids all the time. But, I, like, when he really got to roll on those big, heavy toms, I was like, fuck yeah, do that more, man. Do the metal thing. I you think, know I, mean? I know. I mean, I think it was when we were talking last night, it was one of the two before that where I was just like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, fucking. he's a little I think it was on Magnificent Rogue, actually. Because uh, yeah. because I think it's, there's there's something to that song, but his drumming, I was just like, I can't, I'm not. Mm. And I but can't then, tell sometimes if it's the drumming or the way Brett produces it. You know what I mean? Or I mean that, it, yeah, that's like, that's fair. But it like, but on Eddie the but yeah, I agree. It it was like okay, they do these really big tom rolls where he's like, it feels like he's like doing that thing where it's like toms on our either side of him, and he's like he's rolling with both hands. You know what I mean? Like. It kind of has this big, like, he's just, like, opening up his sound, and he gets to do this big, he goes deeper, and it, uh -huh. it, it sits in the mix in a really cool way, and it feels a lot more like like what Baroness would do or something, like a big metal, <laughs> you know, southern metal band would do that I, you know, I enjoy quite a bit, you know. I do I do and, think this album is really well produced, actually. I think it sounds really good. 
generally it does like it does um it's it's, it's kind of shocking to me what i the mean fuck is wrong with us the kool-aid man the kool-aid uh all right what's your my last, one? last one is controversial because it didn't seem like it hit you very much but i was very happy i don't think it's perfect but i was really happy with the vibe of the last song I, when the smoke clears um i like the melancholy resignation of it i think it does a good job, final song i um, i think in the um format of a musical closer it works better than, uh, yeah. Oh my god, it totally is. <laughs> it's about like the stevedores and the little working man's life in the end, and when the smoke clears. Yeah, and, and it's like, and you can kind of feel everybody coming out for at the end, yeah, like their last bow. It is that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, listening to it last night, I I was hoping that the chorus was going to be more like fist in like, the did air. Did you want it to be avenues and alleyways? Yeah, or, that's where I, I yeah, that way, but, that's yeah. exactly where I was hoping it was going. Because the but because I the intro it was more mature than that. Well, it was more like this set. It was more yeah. Decemberous. You know, it was more again was, like my the, in twelve hours my perception yeah, yeah, yeah. of this is again, thrown in a fucking yeah. So um, no, I think that one had. It's it's that intro and that oh my god it's so the guitar line like the chord progressions are so anthemic in a really satisfying way. Um, I was just waiting for the big vote like chorus to go with it, but yeah, but it kind of does that and it really does the musical theater thing where the chorus comes in and at the end the chorus comes in and the person singing like the counterpoint verse over it. Yep, I mean which is like oh my god the most musical musical theater theater one on one right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, oh my god this is so fucking funny Eddie the the musical uh, I'm, uh, please make it happen Tim oh uh, Tim Tim you goober okay. uh, yeah well I think well, that's yeah uh, this has been a wonderfully <laughs> dumb episode but yeah. I, I don't know like pleasantly surprised having a good day in a good mood so obviously pretty up on it but like with or without all that context of the musical theater thing, I think in certain ways it's like, oh, that's weird, you know? But, like, it is it is not... For fucking once, a ranted record came out while we're paying attention, and it's like, oh, this is pleasantly nice. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah, I mean, that it's... That is such a win. Right. It's, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and at this point, this is that's the kind of the best you can hope for. With, it, oh, with, yeah. I mean, and when that's okay. this far in their career yeah. and, like, this kind of complicated of people and they're, like, yeah, at this point. You're never going to get the feeling you had when you heard Outcome the Wolves for the first time. No. it's That is never going to happen. And accepting and accepting that is part of growing as a person and as a fan. And, hey, I'm here. And, God, I want this to be a musical. I can't. That's all. That's, okay. Hold on. I just checked our Instagram again. Oh, God. Um, okay. He will recognize, maybe from his photo more from his name, but Blastmaster Baker has been a, somebody who comments a lot. Uh-huh. Um, good commenter, good good fan. Uh, you know, thanks for all your engagement. It's been great. He said, <laughs> uh, I hope he listens and, and appreciates the, you know, is on board for this the insanity. He says, oh, what is it? this is a great review. It wasn't really what I was expecting. More Troublemaker vibes. And Tim must have really been on one when it comes to reading about like piracy and ocean voyages and emigrating and historical scoundrels. 
The subject matter is weird with a little dash of the tough guy stuff. I don't know. Need more time. But I think it sounds good. It's super catchy and enjoyed the first listen. That's it. That's like you did a better job of like summing yeah. up our review yeah. minus the sort of musical theater part. You know, you're like right there. What just it took us an hour to do, you just did in like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so what Good I'm job. saying is it's your podcast now. Yeah. And, uh, Good luck on. with that. And yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll see you in the pit. <laughs>